Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in the Greenville area. You can find all of my contact information in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate needs. And just a reminder as always, please like, rate, review, subscribe, comment, all those great things on whatever platform you're listening or watching to the show on. We've gotten a lot of comments, a lot of likes, a lot of subscriptions lately, thanks to a certain giveaway that I did. Later in the show, we will be announcing the winner of the giveaway, so please stay tuned uh, to hear the winner, and uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, But otherwise, this is kind of an unplanned show, okay? I have no notes in front of me. Um, I'm still on vacation time. I spent the New Year, which, by the way, uh, Happy New Year. This is our, our first episode of, uh, of well, no, it's our second episode of 2024, but it's my first recording after 2024, so Happy New Year to you guys. I hope it's been a great 2024 so far. Um, I rang in the New Year in Playa del Carmen uh, in Mexico. Uh, it was lovely. It's like 80 degrees. Uh, the beach was incredible. The resort, the resort is incredible. A great way to ring in the new year. Highly recommend it. I didn't even tell my clients that I was going because it was like everyone was just kind of slow this year around the holidays. And uh, and normally I have clients where you know it it would be necessary for me to tell them if I'm doing a trip like that. But in this case, I knew I was going to have great cell phone reception. I knew I was going to have uh you know great Wi-Fi and all of that. And and all of my clients had told me that they were. T- more or less taking a break for the holidays. And uh, and so if I got a phone call and I was on the beach, I took it. If I didn't get a phone call, that then I didn't get a phone call. Um, if I had emails, I addressed them. Um, so I was constantly keeping up with everything like I always do on my vacation. Um, it was just uh, instead of inside of my tight little office uh, with the window back here, if you're watching on, on YouTube, um, instead my office was either my resort room or the beach um, or or a pool um, and uh, so that there are worse ways to ring in the new year than that I, I reckon um, but uh, but I, I had a very good time and then I came back on uh, on Thursday we got back um, really late honestly on Thursday and I hit the ground running on Friday and I listed a couple of houses um, I had a bunch of other things that, that I needed to do and Listen, I didn't know what to expect going into 2024. You know, I made my bold predictions, um, but at the end of the day, it's really hard to predict. Last January, insanely slow. I've told you guys this. Agents that uh, that have been in this business for 20 or 30 years were telling me it's it was the slowest start of a year that they had ever experienced. And then gradually, our phones started uh, started you know ringing and getting text messages more and more. Uh, as we got towards the end of January, then into February, and then by March it was we were in in full swing. And even though it was still a slower year uh, than normal, it wasn't like if the year had had continued on the way it was in January, it would have been horrendous for her, oh, a lot of people uh, in in the business. Um, thankfully, that that didn't end up happening. Well, this year is off to a completely different start. Let me tell you, I could feel it. When I was in Mexico, I could I could feel a little bit of building, you know, a, a little bit of okay, there there might be some stuff happening this weekend. I don't know, uh, and 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 maybe uh, maybe following. Man, let me tell you, it 
this weekend and then already the start of this week. I'm recording this on uh, Monday the 8th at night. I never record at night. I'm so busy today uh, that I wasn't able to record until tonight. Um, and then I'm so busy tomorrow. I, I don't have a single opportunity to, to record tomorrow. And I, I always release this podcast on Wednesday. So this is literally the only time I can do it. Um, so it's just been straight through the weekend that things were crazy. And um, and it was just... And, and, and here's the thing, not just for me, right? Because real estate can sometimes... There could be some quirky things. There are sometimes I've been slow when everyone else was busy or I was busy when everyone else was slow. But no, I have talked to a ton of agents that have all said the exact same thing. The start of this year, which started essentially this past weekend, was barnstormers. Went absolutely crazy. And so I've been trying to think, like, what caused that, Right. Um, and is this a, an indicator for the rest of the year? Because if it is, uh, we might be needing to reset some some expectations here. Uh, but what happened? You know, I think I think a few things happened. I think people uh, didn't want to move during the holidays, right? Everything is against moving during the holidays, particularly this year, right? High rates, low inventory, not a whole lot out there, um, and and people are just like, you know what? Once November came around, I think a lot of people that were potential uh, potential buyers were just like, we're just going to wait until we're in a situation where, uh, where we're completely clear of the holidays. And the holidays were really slow. It was actually really nice uh, for a change. There, there just wasn't, people just really seemed to enjoy the holidays this year. Um, and uh, no complaints from me. It was nice to have uh, a couple of slower weeks for a change. Um, but, uh, let me tell you, once the holidays were passed, it's like people woke up and they realized, okay, here we go. We're ready. <laughs> we're ready to rock and roll. We're ready to, to buy some houses and, and, and sell some houses. And, uh, and so, um, you know, I don't know how much of that was like two months of demand kind of piling up during the months of November and December. And then that dam opened up this past weekend. I don't know how much of it, um, beyond just people not wanting to move during the holidays, maybe they were seeing these mortgage rates come down, and they were like, hmm, okay, rates coming down a little bit. Okay, well, let's see what they look like after the holidays. Well, guess what? We get to, after the holidays, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, as I'm recording this day, is 6.74%. Not necessarily super low, again, compared to what they were a couple of years ago, but compared to what they've been in recent months, that is very, very low. And here's an interesting thing. Um, the 10-year fixed rate, sorry, the uh, not 10-year fixed rate, the 10-year treasury um, has actually come up a little bit since the last time I recorded it, uh, recorded the show. It hit a low, I think when I recorded my last episode, maybe, um, it hit a low of 3785 um, just on December 27th. Now it's up to 4.027. But guess what? This hasn't impacted mortgage rates in the way it traditionally would have. There was a time where the spread between the, the 10-year treasury and the 30-year fixed rate mortgage was over 300 basis points. If that were the case right now, we'd be in the 7%. Instead, we're at 6.74%. And so the spread has actually gotten tighter. Now, it's not as tight as it was uh, a, a few years ago, it was like 150 basis points. If it were that, <laughs> then what we'd be talking about is 
uh, 30-year fixed rate mortgage rates in the mid fives, like 5.6, something like that. Um, so we still, it still could tighten quite a bit. Like we could easily get into the fives with the 10-year treasury exactly where it is right now. And by the way, the only reason why it's as high as it is right now is, uh, it, you know, why it rebounded from that 3.78 was the Fed saw it going down and the Fed was like, we need to do damage control. Um, we need to start making some hawkish statements. And so that's what they did. The Fed made some hawkish sta statements because they've said that they want bonds and treasuries to kind of do some of the work for them on inflation. They don't want bonds and treasuries uh, to be to all get bought up and for that percent to uh, to go down. Um, and so uh, they want what what they want to see is they want to see that number to be a higher number and and for them not to have to lower rates a gazillion times this year. Um, anyway, th that's a very simplistic way uh, of thinking about it. Um, but long story short, um, there's perhaps a little bit more confidence in the markets right now that uh, that the Fed is doing a good job with inflation. I think that that's getting reflected in uh, the spread uh, narrowing between the 10-year treasury and the 30-year fixed rate mortgage. And ultimately, I think it's a great sign. It means stability um, in mortgage rates. We've seen a lot of instability, right, uh, the past several months. I mean, here, I'll, I'll screen share with you guys that are looking on YouTube for a second. Here we've got the uh, the mortgage news daily. Um, whoops! Stop that screen share for a second. Let me try this again. All right, here we go. Here we have the mortgage news daily uh, website here, and you can see in the uh, in the percents. I mean, there's just been insane fluctuation basically the uh, the entire year. The entire year of 2023, it went up, it went down, and then it's come back up a little bit more. Um, and so, and then if you go back several years, well, you can see it was pretty stable, right? For for a long time, we've had periods of stability, and the market likes that. People like stability, right? Because if they have stability, if they are confident that rates aren't going to go up too much or go down too much then they're more likely to to uh, be willing to move. They're more likely to be willing to purchase a home. Because if you think rates are going to go way down, then you're likely to wait until those rates do. If you think rates are going to go way up, then you're, then you're more likely to make a uh, panicked uh, purchase decision and, and try to, to buy a house quickly before, uh, before rates go up. So... I was just talking to a mortgage broker at my uh, at my church recently. He was just saying, "Man, if we could just get some of that rate stability, that would make a huge difference." And he's 100% accurate. We don't even need rates to go down for for demand to pick up. We just need rates to become predictable. And if rates become predictable, then people will buy. Now, if rates do go down, if we if we see rates, I, I don't think a whole lot will happen if rates go down to like 6.5, 6.4. But if we start to see rates come close to 6.2, 6.3, 6.1, whatever. The low sixes, I think that that could have a huge impact on demand. We're already seeing this impact on demand that appears to be directly, I, I think it's directly related to these rates being the lowest that they've been 
in quite some time. So this is this is all very interesting to see. And I'm glad that I heard from a bunch of other realtors that they are seeing the same dynamic. And guess what? It is, I've got a week, first full work week of the year, um, full of meetings. Like, it is just absolutely insane. And here's an interesting little tidbit as well. One thing that was very strange this past year was I had a lot of listings. And traditionally, when you have listings, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize for my hair. Um, I, I just took a I just took a shower <laughs> and uh, and I did not put any product in my hair. I looked like I just came off the beach. I, I didn't. I'm, I am at home now. Um, but uh, anyway, that, that's what's happening with my hair if you're watching. But um, but the, this past year, a very interesting thing happened. Typically, when you have listings as a realtor, you get buyer clients from those listings. And the reasons for that are that um, there's a surprisingly large number of buyers out there that don't have realtors representing them. Or, in some cases, they actually don't want realtors to represent them. They, they just want to go direct to the listing agent. They feel like that, I don't know, that maybe it's a more direct way uh, to purchase uh, a property. To me, I think it's foolish. I would never recommend uh, someone do that. If you're a buyer, you should have a buyer agent representing you. And um, and I am more than happy when someone, uh, when a buyer agent calls me on one of my listings. Um, I, I'm not looking to try to be a dual agent uh, for my listings. Um, but if someone calls me and they don't have representation, I'm happy to show them the home. And I've had a lot of dual agent kind of situations in the past where I, I was essentially representing both sides of the transaction. And it works out, right? There, I'm a professional. I know how to handle that. Um, well, the, the past year or so, there really hasn't been nearly as much of that as in the past. I used to get tons of phone calls from people off the street, looking at my signs, looking at this, looking at that, uh, you know, finding my information on Zillow and calling me about a, uh, a listing that I have. That's been much, much less uh, the past year, year and a half. Than in the past, and, and my theory is that the reason for that is that demand went down so low that it went all the way down to the point where the only demand that we had was from people in the marketplace that already had a buyer agent. Right? They were desperate, and they needed a buyer agent in order to help them find a house. Right? Because we, as real estate agents, even though you guys have Zillow and Realtor.com and whatnot, we have access to way more information than you do. Um, that those of you out there that are non-realtors. And so even though there's a lot of information out there, we can still provide information value, not to mention all the other values. We've talked about this in the past uh, that that buyer agents provide. Um, And so I think that demand shrunk all the way down to the bones. And the bones were people that already had buyer agents that they were working with. And all of these others that didn't have buyer agents, they just stopped, they just, Stopped looking. They just weren't interested. Um, well, the fact that I have a few listings right now, and I'm starting to get a lot of phone calls on these listings. Specific, and and some of these are listings like I've got a land listing right now that I've had for uh, for for uh, several weeks. Land listings take a while to sell. Um, I hadn't gotten a whole lot of phone calls. All of a sudden this week, getting a bunch of phone calls uh, on that land. People are clearly waking up, and what I think is happening is we're starting to see the first ripples 
of demand increasing. The people now that have been on the sidelines that don't have an agent are now like, okay, we're ready. Rates are, are at a reasonable point. Um, they, they've come down to a, a point where I can feasibly make a purchase and not feel completely sick to my stomach. Um, we've waited long enough to make this move. It, housing isn't getting uh, cheaper. I think that's another thing that people, you know, during 2023, there was a lot of people, people would just tell me, Haha, prices are going to go down this year, aren't they? And I was just like, if they do, that's not in the data. Like there's no indicator in the data that prices are going to go down, specifically in the Greenville market. Now there are some markets like uh, like San Francisco and Austin and, and Boise where where there has been a price correction, um, but uh, but not in Greenville. Okay, um, I was seeing recently in San, San Francisco there are mo- the majority of San Francisco their inventory is up fifty percent over pre pandemic levels, right? 50% higher than it was before the pandemic. That is insane. We're still below pre-pandemic levels here in Greenville. So uh, real estate is a very local, very local thing. Uh, but I think we're seeing here with these people that are that are calling me, and and if you're listening and you're one of those people that that called me, great. I'm I'm more than happy to to help you out if you don't have a buyer's agent. Um, but uh, but I think we're starting to see the early ripples of the fact that that more demand is coming into the market. And again, if if this first week is any indication, I mean, I got crushed on the weekend and here I am on Monday. I I got crushed today. I'm I'm getting crushed tomorrow. We're going to get 2 to 3 inches of rain tomorrow and I've got a full slate of meetings. I'm going to be driving around in my truck in a monsoon. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. Um as you can see, I'm excited for this, right? It's exciting when um when you know that that uh, that your business has the potential uh, to see a lot more activity because the market is improving. This is what uh, this is what we're here for. I mean, even before I was a realtor, when I was just an employee in in international business, I it was exciting when we hit the busy season. It was there was adrenaline to it. Um, it's no different in real estate, except that it means it translates directly to a lot more money for me. Um, and, and, and so that's great. I love it. So I, I'm eager to see if this continues. Um, because again, such a different vibe than what we had last January, but also a very different vibe than really any other January that I can remember. I've never started the year quite like this. So I'm not sure that we can completely, rule out the the possibility that maybe this is a little bit of a quirk that maybe we'll just have a seasonally high January and maybe things will uh, regress a little bit to the mean in February and then you know just kind of a, a strong seasonally normal rest of the year I don't know um, but I, I'm not here to tell you guys what I don't know I'm here to tell you guys what I know and what I know is that uh, 2024 has gotten off to a wild start. Now, we need to discuss a certain giveaway that we had. We had a giveaway that a lot of you guys participated in. Thank you very much to uh, the uh, to all the people that participated, that commented on YouTube, subscribed, subscribed on Spotify or iTunes or whatever platform you were subscribing on. Thank you, guys. Um, this was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed uh, being... I, well, I've enjoyed doing this podcast, obviously, 
uh, for now over 200 episodes, but it was really pleasing to me to be able to uh, to put out there that I was doing a giveaway and so many people uh, responded. So thank you guys. What I did to make it fair, I used software called, I don't even know how to pronounce it, it's called Simpliers, I guess. You'll see it in a second. I'm, I'm going to show us. Uh, I'm going to share my screen um, of the winner. Um, but basically, the way this worked was, um, and I recorded it for the naysayers. I, you know, when I actually did the random selection, just to protect myself, right? Because I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, "Oh, this is rigged." Um, no, it is not rigged. Simpliers. If you go on their website, very, it's very simple. Um, you um, basically enter in the URL for the YouTube video that you want to select a random comment from, and you can do multiple of them. So I did all of my videos that have comments, and then I had it, I pressed a button, and it basically just started cycling through the comments really, really fast while there's a countdown. And then once the countdown got to zero, whatever comment was on the screen at that time was the winner. And so here we go. Let's do a Griswold style. Uh, if you guys watch Griswold uh, Christmas Vacation, do a Griswold style drum roll. You know, all of that kind of stuff. That was awful. That was an awful, uh, awful. I, I'm hoping that you guys are doing a better job where you are than I just did when it comes to that drum roll. Um, and here we go. Screen share. The winner of the $200 Amazon gift card is... Eric Nash. Eric, congratulations. Um, Eric is a longtime listener of the show. Um, very, I would have been pleased if any of you guys had won it, um, but I am definitely pleased that Eric won it. He frequently uh, tells me that he likes the show and uh, frequently has thoughts about it. And, uh, and so I'm pleased that Simpliers selected Eric as the winner. And uh, Eric, the onus is on you, right? I, I gave a fair warning before that this would be announced during the show. I'm not going to reach out to you outside of the show. I'll, I will pocket the $200 if you don't reach out to me. So I'm expecting for you to reach out to me because you listened or watched the show and, um, and you know that you won. So, um, so that's, that's on you uh, to get in touch with me. Um, but listen, thank you guys so much for, for doing this. Um, I really liked the results of this giveaway. You guys were very enthusiastic. So that likely means that there will be more of these in the future. So I would highly recommend that you guys listen to the show or watch the show in the future to make sure that you don't miss future giveaways. Um, this is the second giveaway I've done in my career. The first one was terrible. This one I'm finally happy about, um, but that that's pretty good, right? One out of two. Um, so now that I, I I feel like I have a pretty good system in place, somewhat. Um, this should be uh, this should allow me to do more of this type of thing in the future. So uh, thank you guys for participating, um, and and that's all I have uh, honestly for today's show. This was. Uh, an unscripted show. I didn't have a single note in front of me. I just wanted to tell you guys that the start of this year is crazy. We don't know what it means. Buckle up. I've got my roller coaster harness on. Uh, that's how buckled up I am right now because I am 
prepared for anything at this point. It could be crazy. Um, it could just be, you know, smoke in the wind. Maybe, maybe like I said, January is just just an abnormal month this year. I have no idea. Uh, but I'm really excited and hope you guys are excited and hope you guys will use me as your realtor if you need one. My contact information is in the show notes. If you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate questions or if you just want to talk about the show, feel free to reach out to me that way. And please, even though there's not a giveaway in this episode, I would appreciate if you guys like, rate, review, subscribe, comment, all of those great things in order to get the show out to as many people as possible. You might never use me as your realtor, but if you just do that, um, and if you appreciate this content, that is one of the best ways that you guys can support the show. So thank you guys so much again, 2024. I hope you guys had a great new year, and I hope the entire year is great for you guys. I've got a lot of interesting content coming up. I've got several um, conventions and things that I'm going to this month. I think it's going to provide a lot of interesting content for you guys. By the way, I don't know if I've repeated myself a few times in the show. Um, I actually had to record this show twice because the first time I failed to record the video for it. So this is my second time recording it, and I feel like I'm repeating everything I said the first time. Um, so I apologize if I if I repeated myself at all. But thank you guys for watching and listening. Happy once more 2024. We will talk again next time.